the radio operator of the spacefaring vessel, LB-01. We were given the mission of broadcasting the serialized gaming podcast, Safe Space, to as many people as we possibly could. If you can hear this message, then clearly it's been a success. If that's the case, then you should know that what you're about to listen to is a tabletop role-playing game where five people roll dice and tell a story of science fiction and survival horror using the Mothership game system by Tuesday Night Games. It was originally formatted for YouTube, but the records have been modified for an optimal audio experience. However, be warned, this is a survival horror podcast, and there may be descriptions of violence, gore, psychological terrors and mental trauma that some listeners may find disturbing. If you're still out there, then make sure you have your stim packs ready and whatever refreshments you may need. I'm starting the data recording playback now. This is safe space. Episode 11, audio file name, Cassius Prime. Last time, aboard the Susan O'Brien, our crew continue to recover from their traumatic experience aboard the cruise liner, the Icarus. After putting one of their own into their quarters after she passed out from exhaustion and some kind of mental break, the rest of the crew tried to settle down themselves. Blaze Kelvin broke apart the handcrafted shrine that Wendy had built to some god of her own making and found amongst the strange bits and bobs something unusual. A powerful military-grade sniper rifle, broken up and hidden away in specific places so no one else would find it. Blaze hid it away, but made sure to tell his fellow military veteran where it could be found, and that its existence was still a secret to the rest of the crew. Elsewhere, Dr Bill Forrest experienced some of his own strange occurrences. His solitary time looking into details about the Icarus and what was, hap- what was happening aboard that ship were interrupted by sounds and movements aboard his own vessel. It was what sounded like a young child running through the halls. How that was possible was anyone's guess, but he went to investigate and eventually came face to face with a ghostly visage that shocked him so much he passed out. 
And PJ thought it was his character having a nightmare, but it wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, who did have a nightmare, awoke from it. It was one of darkness, techno-organic tentacles and hungry voices. But when she awoke, still healing from her injuries, she seemed to be quite the changed woman. Her mental focus had shifted, and she proceeded to shave her head and train with a renewed military precision. Even her personality was a little bit readjusted. And Zam Brazel, well, after all that had happened, and being so close to being lost to the void of space, Zam finally got a night's rest, thanks to the hum of the ship's engines that he loves so, so much. Captain Austin spoke to her crew about the situation they were in. She had no rest of her own, as she had spoken to the Gibbous Inc. management to relay their predicament and call for help. Firstly, the monstrous ship that had been the source of many nightmares was no longer following them. But the situation still wasn't great, and every day meant more fuel, food and resources. So, the Susan O'Brien and its crew had two options. They turn off the engines, ration their supplies and wait the many, many weeks it would take for the help to arrive in that sector. Or, they spend some of that much-needed fuel and resources to head to a mining colony, situated on a planet a little off the beaten path, but should they reach there, they could rest up and recover, and when the much-needed help finally got there, they'd be able to fix their ship. So a path was chosen, not knowing if that Hideous ship would arrive to torment them once again. The colony seemed like the safest option, and so they spent their resources to make that journey. During the trip, the crew also did what they could to recover, both physically and mentally, in all manner of different ways, which the players were quite pleased about because they were very close to either losing their minds or dying completely. (laughs) But they managed to heal up and settle down a little more so that they could wait for the help that they very much needed. Before reaching their destination, however, the Junkers also got a call from someone at Echelon Foundation HQ. One Regis Valmont, who was the overseer for the Icarus project, and someone who immediately rubbed the crew up the wrong way. Having received the report of their time on the cruise ship, Valmont believed them all to be suffering psychologically from a long stint at the edges of space. He chose to ignore what he was being told, and what he had read, and told them that as they didn't do the job they were contracted to do, they would not be paid, and the advance that they had been given for the contract would be frozen. The crew, as you can see from the players who had just suddenly been reminded of what happened, they were less than impressed. Dr. Forrest attempted to question him. Zam gave him some classic brazzle sass, and Wendy even threatened the man's life which was quite surprising to the GM at the time. But Valmont didn't seem to care, and it wasn't long before a tired captain and her crew told him where to stick his contract and hung up before he could continue with his berating. Despite that, they had actually recovered somewhat. (laughs) Can you imagine that? And before long, they eventually saw the light at the end of the tunnel in the form of the planet known as Cassius Prime. 
And that's where we pick up our session this week. Just the brief mention of Regis Valmont ignited something in... <laughs> uh, Now, be careful with your language, players. You know I've warned you before. God, I am a teacher. Fuck. <laughs> Shout out to all you Trapdoor fans out there. <laughs> anyway, we open this week's session on the Susan O'Brien approaching a large green tinted planet for the players I will just uh, take them to the vision of Cassius Prime and uh, I will show you lovely people as well so they approach the green planet as this large mining ship gets ever closer and the captain is uh, she's on the radio speaking to the people in the, the Cassius HQ and she's there in her cockpit Cassius Tower this is the Gibbous Incorporated Vessel Ident number Sierra Omega Bravo 1312716 We've been told that you're the kind souls who will be putting us up for a few days until we can get our ship fixed. I do hope that offer still stands. There's a moment before you hear on the radio. This is Prime Control. Good to hear from you. That's correct. Uh, We'll be sending you the landing coordinates now. We've got a small storm hitting us at the moment, but it shouldn't give you any, any trouble. Nothing more than a little turbulence on your descent. Have a safe landing and we'll have a crew waiting for you on your arrival to pick you up. Thanking you kindly, Control. She uh, she turns around and uh, looks at whoever is in the, on the bridge with her at that particular moment. She looks at you all. Well, so I'm going to start the descent fairly soon. Um, I think we're going to need to make sure that all our things are packed up because uh, we're going to be staying on solid ground for the next few weeks. So, uh, y'all make sure you got everything you need. All your things and uh, all your clothes and everything. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, before I make our descent, make make sure that our guests get buckled up and ready for it. Once you've done that, then y'all get your butts up here so we can park this puppy without scratching her. And, uh, and you can go about basically getting your things together. Your little overnight bags, or where? <laughs> <laughs> it's hand luggage dimensions for ca- you know cabin baggage dimensions for this is no. I mean, I mean, I mean, this is probably these are these are probably big. You know, they're like they're like small crates that everyone has, and you can pack in it whatever you wish. Um, if there's any anything of particular note that I need to know about that you want to take with you. Gonna put Admiral Mittens in her carry case. Ah, yes, the Admiral. I forgot about her. <laughs> yes, and you can make sure she's all there. And certainly, um, the survivors of the Icarus. They're you're the person that they've had the most dealings with, Doc. And uh, certainly, um, they're all just making sure that everything everything's all right. They, they over the past time on the lead up to Cassius Prime. No longer are they wearing these sort of dirtied... I mean, these were nice sort of clothes... You know, the sort of 
pajama-like uniforms that they are wearing from the Icarus. But now they've they've all sort of like got their own overalls from the O'Brien. They found, you know, they've all been given their own sort of like give us ink branded <laughs> overalls, so they look like part of the crew, even though they look, you know, they probably don't look like their hands have done a day's work. <laughs> um, and certainly, um, Sarah's. Um, She's a lot more chilled out. Um, she's still traumatized, but over over the past couple of weeks, you know, she's she's not too far from your side. Um, and the other two, they they get you can get them all buckled up into place. If there's anything you want to do before we land, let me know. <laughs> you just want to get on yeah, the solid my, ground. I put my shredded and stained dress uniform. In the bag. In, in the bag. I'm in the bag. With, you're I'm taking, taking that with me. You're yeah. taking it with me. I'm going to take Benice with me. Okay. <laughs> you're going to take your laser cutter with you. Yep. That thing that looks like a massive Gatling gun. Yeah. Okay. Because I just thought. I, I, I just thought. I just thought. I check. Again. Huh? I just draw a face and lipstick on it again. No. 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 That is now just that one time. <laughs> <laughs> it gets lonely in space. Um, yeah, I think Zam's going to have his Hawaiian shirt on. He's in holiday mode now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. That's... <laughs> um, Sunglasses. The um, the crew. I mean, they have been advised that because of the storm and Cassius Prime. On the lead up, you can wear all you can wear all of this gear. You can have your stuff, but you're going to have to wear the hazard suits just for the external atmosphere. Um, the hazard suits, which are part of the mothership campaign, have an I think it's an AC of seven. I think armor class of seven. But the, these are suits that are they're not space suits and they're not tactical armor suits. These are things that are very much for on planet exploration. Imagine like a Almost like a slightly better biohazard like suit kind of thing. I'd imagine that each company would have its own branding, and certainly the the Junker crew have their own sort of. It has its own look to it. So everyone sort of gets ready and uh, loads everything onto the the cargo lift as well. All of the all of the luggage is strapped down, ready for the descent. Wendy is packing her stuff which is not much she's basically kind of as military looking as you can be in corporate id corporate wear um but she's deliberately packing a crate with lots of kind of wrenches and hand tools and bits of scrap metal that might have some value and in amongst that are the bits of the rifle kind of taken apart but just kind of hidden in plain sight in amongst a crate of metal bits. Did you retrieve it from the crate that has the little mouse head? Yes. Drawn on it. I did. Wendy did retrieve. Oh, the penis that you drew, <laughs> that you drew on a box so Wendy would knew where her sniper rifle was. Fortunately, there was only one cargo crate that had a penis drawn on yeah. it or a mouse. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Well, Blaze hasn't been awake that long, so... Uh... <laughs> 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 Brilliant. So yes, so everyone and everyone certainly would have their own crates and um, can pack everything up. Um, you wouldn't be able to put Bernice in a crate 
Zam? No, you're <laughs> no one puts Bernice in a yeah. crate. Yeah. <laughs> Tried that. That's where it all went Tried, wrong. Tried, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I've got my gun as well. Okay. Yeah, I figured yeah. Sam will have his, his toolbox in there and then just close. He, he's not going to take, he hasn't got any personal items really. Apart from his pamphlet, Relic of the Flesh, but he's going to leave there. Which sounds darker than it is, folks, because when we did character <laughs> creation, that pamphlet became something else indeed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, so everyone, um, you, you, you get everything packed up. And you notice that the captain has also she's she's packed up the android, Dick Sloan. Um, the half of him that that there is. But she's rather he was on a tarp, she's packed him up sort of better. She hasn't tucked just tucked him into folded him into a crate. He's in a proper sort of case now. Um and and you notice that she's taking what's left of him with her. And uh, and, she, and then she uh, begins sort of landing the ship. As, as everyone gets into the bridge, she asks the crew to join her on the bridge. Everyone's got their own seats, and you can buckle up. And certainly, as the as you enter the atmosphere, the ship rumbles. And it certainly is. There is a fair bit of turbulence, but everyone's sort of buckled in. And uh, the swirling atmosphere, you know, you can you see it like from the from the view view windows like you see space and then like just nothing but mist and fog and then like this it starts to turn to a greenish sort of atmosphere before after a certain uh, the the initial heavy rumble dies down but it's still a still a shaky descent and they were right about that fair amount of turbulence but it's not enough for me to get you to make any rolls (laughs) <laughs> and as the ship is venturing downwards you see outside the feet of the ship extend outwards which is always a cool scene in any science fiction film when you see the ship just begin lowering down and you just hear the, the swirl of the of the storm outside and you can even feel you know as you're getting lower the shuddering and shaking of the of this I mean yours is a large ship but it's still being jostled a little bit. When I say it's a large ship, just to put this in place for anyone watching, this whole time the Susan O'Brien has been a it has been a junker ship. Yes, for want of a better term, they're almost like they're garbage men in space. But they have to collect a vast amount of scrap salvage. So this is a big ship. They're cargo bay. Um, probably sometimes when we're playing, it seems like a small, almost starbug like kind of vessel. Um, but it's a it's a bit bigger than that on a lot of the cargo bays and stuff. But even then, this ship is still feeling the turbulence a little bit. But eventually, it, with a boom, the ship lands, and we cut to the cargo bay lift lowering. You see a cool scene of like the crew of the O'Brien, all dressed in their hazard suits, lined up. You see the cases and crates. The swirling wind around them. You can tell, you can kind of identify who is who purely from, you know, the size and shape of them. <laughs> because they have like full, a lot of them have like full on visors. And as the crew are there, you do see as it's lowering and it, it sort of 
sort of clanks into place on the floor. And this open space, which is a lot of uh, rocky terrain and uh, desert, well, not desert, but there's sand and there's a lot of mist everywhere. You see a couple of figures approaching on foot and behind them what seems to be a very large all-terrain vehicle. Um, but less like the one you have in your ship and this is more almost like a a shuttle bus in some kind of way but it has tracks on it and uh, and you see that these figures are also dressed in similar sort of uh, hazard suits but these are sort of mustard yellow and black with the recognisable symbol of the Ex- Explore Surveyors Company on the uniforms as well it's a logo that you've seen before on some of the equipment that you've been dismantling and junking for, for Gibbous fact one of the initial jobs you had was to break down and explore surveyors drill that didn't go to completely to plan but and as as the crew are there the captain is reaching down to just sort of just check you see you see it on on the android sort of case and uh the lead figure sort of rocks up to you and uh she approaches you, Zam, as, as the crew's there. She puts there. So, is this all of you? Yeah, this is us. Great. Our guys will load all your stuff onto the cat. So, if you follow me, we'll get you get you on board and uh, out of this weather. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, take this. He's going to have this crate over. <laughs> <laughs> you see this sort of... This, I mean, how big is the crate, Zam? It's not, it's not massive. Yeah. But, so, uh, oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks. I didn't know we had valet service. It's pretty. Yeah. I'm not a valet. This is pretty light. Do you not have much what? stuff? What? This I is pretty. The storm. This is pretty <laughs> light. <sighs> yeah, it's quite light. Yeah, if you could just chuck it in the back, that would be great. Thanks. Okay, and she. This figure looks at the rest of you. And it's, it's a feminine voice that you're hearing. Over that. She just looks at the rest of you. Welcome to Cassius Prime. She just, you, you see an eye roll. And then she turns back. Carrying this, this crate. And uh, and you see that a couple of other figures. Head over. And one of them has like a, is driving like a mini forklift style truck. With small like wheels. Like, and it's got like a sort of pallet on it. And they. Uh, as they begin sort of loading up. All of the gear and the captain sort of just be careful with that that bit, you know, the the case that carries Dick Sloan. Um the other figure who's got like a he's <laughs> got like a crate in her hands is leading you over to the like I said, this huge sort of industrial style bus. Clearly uh made for transporting people and cargo. Um if you imagine like a you know, like a shuttle bus at an airport, one of those ones that has that sort of fold in the middle, it's kinda of like that, but it's made for like you know, industrial workers and are meant to go over a lot of sort of rough terrain. She steps inside the doors, and she steps inside, and you see Sam as she steps inside. She just throws the crate down like boom, it just just throws it on the floor as it slides, skids. She's like, "Get on board!" And somebody's stuck in the tip, <laughs> and uh, everyone sort of filters on. And uh, once inside, it's like, okay, is that everyone? Oh, good. And the figure hits the button, and you hear the door sort of... 
with a, like a large like shuck noise, and you can tell this is the sound of something like becoming airtight and like as it does so, like and you can see out of the windows, you can see like the figures like still packing up the gear. This figure sort of begins removing their sort of hazard suit mask, like she's flipping it, it's like unbuckling it. You can remove your mask now if you want. The air filters in here make breathing easier than in these goddamn suits. She sort of pulls the mask off and she sort of hangs it up on a nearby sort of hook and sort of ran, runs her hand through her hair. She's a sort of a, she looks like a, a slightly fuller figured woman with like dark skin and like afro like hair. Um, she's got almond eyes and she's sort of like just running through her hair and go, oh, God damn. She's really throwing it down out there before she looks at everyone with a full and cheerful smile. With She's got a little bit of a gap between her teeth, but she seems surprisingly bright and bubbly. That's better. Once uh, once we get you all packed in, we'll we'll head in. My name's Bex. Uh, nice to meet you all. She's just looking at this crew, <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> okay, so you're a talkative bunch, I see. We, we've... Um... It's been a time. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I, I heard you guys had a had a problem with your hyperdrive. Um, <laughs> that sucks. I'm really sorry to hear that. I mean, I mean, I think some of our guys will be able to help you out when the time comes. I mean, if you and she points out the window, yeah, and like if you look back, you can see it, like where the O'Brien is, just sort of past it. it there's a small sort of group of sort of ships sort of parked up to the west a little bit and, and a bit further back to where the O'Brien resides. It's hard to make out details with the dust and the wind um, but I mean these ships are certainly dwarfed by the large shape of the O'Brien in, in the foreground. She, as she, as she, she, she continues Yeah we got a couple of our sh- shuttle transports over there have uh, jump drives. I mean nothing as fancy as yours I'm sure but some of our engineers know their shit when it comes to fixing those things so uh I'm sure they can help out when replacements come in. We'd be grateful. Yeah. We got a shit engineer too. <laughs> oh, uh, one of you's uh, an engineer, are right? you? Yeah, that would be me. Oh. Uh, we also got a comedian who thinks he's a marine. Well, you've also got an engineer who you thought was a valet, so uh, it's best not to judge. Yeah, you did a bad job of that. Don't you put a dent in my crate. <laughs> well, you didn't tip high enough, honey. You ain't getting no tip at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... You guys have been out here quite some time, huh? Yes. <laughs> she's just... Okay, I see it's, it's, it's going to be a... He's, he's <laughs> going to sit down. He's, gonna, he's waiting to go. Um, what? Uh, have you brought Bernice with you onto this thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, is that a... Is that what I think it is? No, I'm just really pleased to see you. <laughs> well... <laughs> Surprised you didn't keep it in your pocket, <laughs> but yeah. I'm. You might have to check that in when we get when we get in. You're not yeah. going to be able to standard laser cutter. Yeah, you do, You can't just walk around. Do you what? Do you just walk around your home with a standard laser cutter? 
Don't ask him that question. Uh, it is a bit nice at home, but it's, uh, it's, it's not as useful as this. Oh, oh. Oh, her name's Benice, is it? Yep. Oh. You got a problem with that? Hey, I don't have a problem with that. I just okay. hope you're treating her well. I treat her better than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> She's sort of like... <laughs> so, um, I think they're taking their time. Oh, the guy should be here pretty quickly. And you, you can hear the... The sounds of like the equipment, are like just and machinery, sort of loading your wares onto the back. They they take it back, and the cargo door lift door is rejoined, um, and the the sort of truck shudders and shakes as they load everything up. Um, before, like a couple of moments later, like the workers that were uploading sort of step up into the the driver's sort of cab and just. There's a voice that plays over there, Tanai. Yeah, we're all packed up. Oh, thank God for that. Uh, let's go. And uh, Beck sort of like sits down and she's just opposite sort of Zam, just staring at him. Like, what the? He's going to be polishing bits of Benice. <laughs> I sit next to Zam, just lean over and go, I think she likes you. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Zam's the best. See <laughs> <laughs> the dead she put in my crate. You just can't get the staff these days. You should have put a dent in your head. Ah, you shut up. <laughs> and and there's the captain's there next to, sat, sat near you, Wendy. How you doing, Wendy? You doing okay? I'm doing fine, Captain. Okay. And Wendy is looking out of the window. If they're assuming there is a window, it's a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, there's a window. A small little viewing hatch. Yeah. Um, to look for distances to near to the nearby buildings, distances between the ship and the other ships, and just kind of scoping it yeah. out. So she's she's immediately sort mapping of like, it. Yeah, in her head she's mapping, mapping how far it would get from this ship to this ship, and clocking it, and and the captain sort of. Okay. She just leads you to it. She's clearly her thoughts are elsewhere. What's Blaze doing at this moment in time? As the as the vehicle begins rumbling onwards. Standing there, mm. <laughs> and so you you haven't sat down. No, you know the best thing is we're all here to relax, and we're all just really tense because we know yeah. it's all going to kick off. <laughs> <laughs> oh Both my in god! The game and out. Of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, when Wendy to, to facilitate the flow of game and conversation, Wendy will will ask um, Bex, um, you know, what kind of what goes on here and security arrangements military presence military presence well we don't have so much military presence when we oh, have we have yeah. security this is a this is a mining facility we've got you know we've got um we got like a living complex and there's a machinery we've got like the the recite department and everything you know we've got i mean it's not the flashiest place in the world but you know we got a few mod cons as well as the 
the biodome, which well, it's pretty cool. You'll see you'll see that for yourself. But um, yeah, Do you have an armory. Why wouldn't we need an? And she looks back to Zam. Is he going to be that much of a problem? No. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> oh, um, no, we don't have an art. Well, I mean, that, you'd have to ask the security uh, patrols about that, but I don't know. I mean, I, I've I've seen the security. Uh, some of them are armed when uh, when they have to deal with people that are getting dr- thrown out of bars and such, but I think that's just a self-defense kind of thing, but... No guns. So let me get this. Hold on. The, you're, the bars. You're 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 a junker vessel, right? You're um, salvage and. Yeah. Like Doug said, it's been a tough time. A bit pirate, then. <laughs> it's been a tough, time. Been a tough time, time for us all, but, but we're here now. ladies. <laughs> He's <laughs> good to be back on land. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Well. Um. Look, I'm sure it's it, it's going to be fine here. Like, I'm sure I'm sure they've set you up. Fine. And she seems. I rest my hand on my concealed weapon. After those. And Gun, uh, pistol. Yeah. And uh, the little figure of Roy Zetterling sort of looks at you, Blaze. You didn't... That's not what I think it is, is it? What do you think it is? <laughs> well, you didn't... Well, all this talk of uh, <clears throat> arms and such, you didn't... Uh... That's not a weapon, is it? Keep asking and you'll find no... <laughs> Well, it's really coming down cats and dogs out there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. and the awkward small talk. And you notice, after this sort of the questions from the crew, Bex is a little bit more on edge. The, the bright, bubbly, welcome to the planet is now... <laughs> Great. <laughs> Okay. I'd just like to point out, Zam was just being Zam. The rest mm-hmm. of the crew had yeah, that's every the problem. Really uh, I mean, in some people, games, Zam being you know? Zam would require, require an intimidation check. Uh... <laughs> 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 um, the Doc has released the environmental seals on the Admiral's science fiction cat carrier. Just oh, I love that! Into... I love the idea of that. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah, no. Reaches in to give her a stroke, and that's when Bex warms up a little more. She's like, oh, you can see her eyes light up and she... Oh, you're not allergic, I... are you? Oh, no, 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 no. I ha- I've, got a, I've got a cat of my own uh, back home. May I May I pet him? Uh, her? Oh, sorry. Um, yes, as long as she gives permission, she outranks us all. I completely understand. Uh, my, my little Vesuvius runs our house, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> My lady, may I, may I pet, pet you? Sam's just gonna mutter under his breath. And there's a, <laughs> you you feel an elbow in your ribs, Zam. Um, it comes from the one of the other survivors from Eucharist. This time, Quill Allback. Quilliam. Okay. Quilliam Allback. 
Egg quail. Just give it a rest, man. <laughs> and the journey continues. This odd, awkward journey. Where Admiral, he is? A- a- Admiral Mittens was the one that made made the atmosphere a little bit better. The power of pets. What she does. Uh, <laughs> you eventually, um, the vehicle rumbles onwards and you eventually sort of, you see in the distance like a large complex, like a huge complex. And uh, as, it, as you sort of, you roll over the, the crest of a small hill, you can see that this complex sits on the edge of a large crater. And uh, you can see it's made up of several large and solid-looking interconnected domes made of metal. Um, and there's a large tunnel. There's a tunnel at the front of it leading into it. Um, would my players like to see it? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're all right. No. No, no. no that's all right. <laughs> oh, just, just send it to me. I'll have a look. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as, Figure out where all the perches are. So. As... Um, and the doors to the large, you eventually reaches the the tunnel in entrance, and the vehicle sort of as the doors like open up. Um, as they do so, Doc, what are you doing at this time? Um, I'm just sat there holding the cat carrier. I don't know if Bex is still stroking Admiral Mittens or not. If she's not, I am. As you um. As Bex is just sort of, um, she's just finishing her time with Admiral Mittens, <laughs> and uh, and you just sort of you just glance outside the window, amongst the storm, and you think you see a dark shape somewhere, probably in the distance. It's hard to tell. There seems to be a like a like a, a shape of it's a humanoid type shape, but it's, it seems to be quite dark, quite dark. About 150 feet in the distance, just before the vehicle rumbles onwards. Okay, they're dark. Mm. Um, yes, yes, fine. What you looking at? And he's gonna just kind of lean and lean over, <laughs> invade some personal space. Zam <laughs> slowly leaning to, and 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 you uh, as you look out. It's hard to tell. You see rocks and wind and dust as the vehicle is now moving onwards. You're not quite sure yeah. what the dock was looking at. You can't see it's, anything. Uh, it's more Crappiest Prime than Cassius Prime, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather talk to the rocks. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the vehicle moves inside the tunnel and the doors shut behind. The sound and the rumble of the wind outside sort of dying away and replaced with the lone sound of a, of a vehicle rumbling onwards now like a like a bus in a tunnel. You know how like when you go through a large tunnel the sound changes, doesn't it? It's, you, know, you can just hear the, the rumbling of the wheels. So the windows pass by, like you can see dimly. It's a dimly lit tunnel. It's not it's not full on halogens, but you know, there there are a few sort of halogen lights. Um and some things pass by. Could everyone give me This do, this will not include sanity. This is not a sanity check. This is not this uh, no stress. This will not include stress. Could everyone give me a speed check? 
Ooh. <laughs> 78. Say speed. Speed, yeah. Speed. Did anyone get eight? Su- did anyone get a success? Nope. No, 91. No. The new dice are bad dice. <laughs> new dice want to play different game. <laughs> okay. So the 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 tracks rumble onwards. And uh, eventually, it, I mean, it's like another five, five, ten minutes. It's a long tunnel, this. But uh, eventually it leaves and it's into a large space. You're still inside, but this is more like a sort of warehouse-style docking bay. It opens up into like a... a like there's uh, several sort of... Sort of large structures... Um, there's platforms with different sort of structures leading up with steps between them. You can see there's a couple of couple of these large vehicles that you're in, as well as some smaller, heavy-duty-looking, like, all-terrain jeeps. Something that probably looks like it moves a bit quicker. I would imagine... Uh, who... None of you have piloting, do you? Or anything like that? No. No. I, th- I think these are... You, you can definitely... You'd all, all be able to tell that these would definitely be a speedier way to move about on the surface um, it's not quite a it's not a military grade vehicle um, but it's definitely decent um, and these are sort of parked up there's a couple of figures sort of moving moving around and eventually pulls to a stop and Bex is like okay we're here if you um, you know I'll unbuckle your seatbelts not that uh, and she looks to Zam not that you even buckled up for one second um yeah, you didn't tell me to. <laughs> You're supposed to have a, like a sign or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then she just slides <laughs> over your crate with a foot. <laughs> well, I'll anyway. get that, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Wow. Um, and she steps outside and says, okay, if you um you follow me, the guys will um bring all your stuff up and we'll we'll get you all checked in. Well, I say checked in. This isn't really a hotel, but um, I believe... Yeah, you they, got that right. I believe they know where you're going. Is he... And she looks to you, Wendy. Is he always... Mm-hmm. Is that why you're all... Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. Um, <laughs> and uh, she begins leading you up the, the steps. Now, th- at this point... You could you could actually like you can take off your hazard suits. This is a completely sort of safe environment, so everyone can take the hazard suits off. You see, um, Beck starts to as well, and you, you can see like she's just got like overalls and sort of like a almost like a heavy duty sort of dungarees kind of kind of thing going on. And she leads you up the steps to um, where it says um, the sort of Cassius Prime. You see an Explore logo with administration for Explore surveyors leading up there. Um, and uh, she leads you into this administration building basically it opens up and this feels it definitely feels like um, sort of not being checked in but this this is definitely more of a, a sterile sort of admin environment um, but before you get to the main area she leads you through uh, a small corridor um, which is sort of it's almost like a a tunnel that as you walk through is going whoom, whoom. you see these lights all going whoom, whoom. and uh, she goes uh, if you just uh, pass through here 
Um, this is this is just fine. This is just your regulation sort of scanner, and she's sort of she's passing passing through as we cut to on the other side. Figures sat at these these stations, like looking at these screens. Um, any people out there who watch Total Recall, the original Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, and when they pass through the scanners and you can see an X-ray, this is that as these figures are coming in, and certainly um, <laughs> as you're walking through, there's a nah 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 as you're sort of passing through. There's a couple of uh, security-like figures. It's sort of like not they're not in like tactical armor or anything like that. Um, they're like, um, excuse me, sir, and they're looking at you, Blaze. Could you um, step this way, please? They <coughs> get their really big rubber glove for him. Oh, you're you're gonna um, you'll have to come with us as well, sir. Uh, I am. No, I'm ready. <laughs> Primed and ready. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they yeah, just I them. yeah, they're, it's just led off to the side. There's no, there's no, they don't lead you into a separate room or anything. Good question: Did Admiral Mittens get through okay? <laughs> Admiral M- Mittens got through okay. Okay, yeah, she's yeah. not conceding. Our crates lead lines. Wait, that... Did they take her out of the crate? Yeah. To put it... Oh, we lost it. We lost Gavin for a moment. Just when it... I mean, he's so scared of what might happen next. <laughs> oh, no, not Admiral Mittens. Yeah, he's so scared of what, what might happen next. Hey. Are, are you back, Gav? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. can hear. You. We can hear you. Yeah. What did they do to look, you, Gav? Look, look. <laughs> Don't tell them what they did, Gav. Don't tell them. Some tell them what they did. Security. This between you and me. He's gonna get. <laughs> But he thinks he's been gone for seven years. He thinks yeah. he's been gone. Yeah, he thinks he's been gone. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but we'll um, we'll pick up with Sam and and Blaze shortly, as um, everyone else is. No one else was concealing anything, were you? That was all in here. Oh, in all fairness, Sam's not concealing anything. No, but he has got a laser cutter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Use a dirty this language. This is why he brought it. Yes, yes, yes. To... <laughs> Stay with us, Gav. Don't worry, we'll cut back to you in I'm, a second. I'm trying. No, that's all right. All right, it's the internet, people. It's the internet. Um, but <laughs> it's like it's, it's like again. it's like it's like oh, we can hear you. It's just your camera. Yeah, I think it might just be a camera. Sorry, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's just led to animate Gav afterwards. Yeah, yeah, we'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Totally yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing I need, I need to put like a stock shot um, we did want the Muppet crossover oh we, so, you know. god that would be so good um, yes as the rest are uh, sort of they're sort of you're held to one side for the moment whilst the others are spoken to and uh, certainly the, these not guards but these two figures are sort of looking at you they're, they're fairly stocky um, there's a sort of this older, older sort of black gentleman with sort of he's slightly sort of silvering grey hair, but he looks like he's. I mean, you you would probably know Blaze that that's someone who's maybe had some military background, certainly had some sort of training. Looks like he can handle himself, and a slightly younger uh, gentleman with him um, who looks like he's he's trying to grow some sort of beard, but it's very patchy. Um, he's trying to look the part, as the uh, the sort of the older gentleman. It looks at you and go, um, "I'm afraid you won't be able to take that weapon in with you, sir." 
There's no, we no weapons. No weapons allowed. Yes, you won't be able to take that. Um... Are you telling me no mining facility is a laser cutter? Oh yes, there's plenty of laser cutters and all kinds of industrial yeah, equipment sorry. here, but but um, I'm afraid that's for use of Explore employees, and that is not a Explore piece of equipment. So uh, no, we're not we're not it. we're not taking it away from you, sir. But you will we can uh, we can put it in safe storage for you, but you won't be able to take that on board. They want to uh, enter the rest of the colony. That will not be allowed. You'll have to keep that with us. Um, yeah, the same goes for that uh, that piece you're carrying as well, sir. Piece? Captain? If she hasn't already left. Oh, God. Yeah, Blaze, what is it, hon? Captain? They're trying to disarm me. These these, these two gentlemen are with me. Don't, don't. What do you mean disarm you? Yeah, they're trying you? to take what, Bernice. What do you mean? I'll get to you in a minute, Zam. <laughs> what do you mean disarm you? Why? You didn't. You didn't, you didn't, uh, excuse me, excuse me, gentlemen. Please, please. Please, honey, please tell me you didn't bring a fucking gun to this place, please. Captain, we've never been here before and I don't trust him. <laughs> it's a fucking mining colony, gentlemen. Look, I understand. Okay, okay, I understand. The last place we went to was a cruise ship and you weren't there, Captain. She looks back at the security guards. I mean, I hate to agree with the dumb lug, but he's got a point. Look. <clears throat> uh, f- f- just just a couple more minutes, uh, gentlemen, please. Why didn't you try smuggling it in your... putting it in your case, Blaze? Why are you trying to... Did you not think they would scan you? No, no, clearly not. <laughs> well, just look. You're going to have to give them... It's, no, it's no good in my case. What if they got the jump on us? Look, look, I know I know you're worried about things. and I'm sure we'll be able to... Look, once we get settled in, I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll, I'll try and grease the wheels and see if I can get, your, get this back to you. But I think if we're going to get through these doors, you're going to have to give this up right now, honey. Okay? Just for now. I want a captain. I know. I know. I know. My legs still, I, still no good. I know. I know. Look, if you want to take it out on anyone, take it out on Zam. What? Speaking of which, Zam, what the fuck are you taking that thing here for? It's a mining colony. I might do some what? mining. What? What do you think you're going to do? Some fucking work experience? This is. Maybe. We. We are here. We we are here. No, we're not going to get. They are putting us up after everything we've been through. They're not going (laughs) to let you go head into the middle of goddamn nowhere and start fucking around with that laser cutter. They might do some prospecting. Uh, Gentlemen, you can take the cutter. Um, Don't worry about him. He's fine. Um, uh, Just, just. Do you do you have any contraband on you, sir, as well? Do I have any what? Contraband. I ain't got no contraband. Well, then you're okay. Just give us the laser cutter. He's wrestling with big guy's Just let go of it, sir. Let go of it. I'll be careful with it. I'll be careful with it. 
You be careful, don't drop it. And what's Blaze doing at this time? As the, as the other sort of wispier fella sort of approaches you. I wouldn't uh, 100% believe about the contraband. I suspect <laughs> he might need a strip search. Oh, really? Okay, well, thank you very He's much. He's in the bathroom for a long time. Oh, really? Okay. Um, well, um, and he opens up a small case for you to drop the, the pistol into. I look at the captain. And she's like... She gives you a nod. Take the clip out. Take one out of the chamber. <laughs> put him in the... Put him in the case. Um, thanks, sir. Um, I, I, will, um, I will make sure that... Um, and you can see he's a little bit nervous. Because you're like a... Blaze is a big fella now, <laughs> and he's sort of dwarfing this this younger, sort of skinnier man. He's like, "I'll be sure that um, that they give you the the ident number for this case, should you, uh, you know, when you get it back." Th- th- thank you, thank you, sir. I'll wait here for it. <clears throat> say, uh, say thank you, please. Thank you, please. <laughs> <laughs> As the captain is having this moment... It's been a long moment, time since we were on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a little bit, you know... As Bex is just... Sea level looking, crazy. Looking at this. And she just looks at the rest of you, like... Um... Is this normal? Is this... <clears throat> okay. Well, we've got some pretty good bars here. I was so. going to say, Bex, where's a good place for a girl to get a drink? <clears throat> hey, I will show you the way. I will show you the way. Let's just leap on. <laughs> um, but first, um, we need to make sure you uh, get you checked in with the administrator once. Um... Yeah, I mean, I can admin. I know it's it's admin. I know it's a pain in the ass, but it's got to be done. So once they've taken the laser cutter from Zam Brazel, the doc has just been watching, enjoying. He gets to keep his own quarantined animal. Good. Hey, Skander. <laughs> PJ's so happy right now. <laughs> as, you, uh, as you're brought into the, the administrator's office, and he's there with like files and screens and stuff. Is uh, Zam not having a strip search done? No, he, he isn't. The, the guy he the, seems to really want one. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm not going to do any rolling on <laughs> no, that. Just waiting to kick body off save. <laughs> yeah, make a body save. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to roll a fear save for the bloke doing it. No, um... <laughs> sanity check. <laughs> yeah, that's if he fails. Uh, no, make a panic check. Um... <laughs> As you're led through, and the, you see this uh, figure sitting there, and uh, he seems quite cheerful, like he's um, looks they a little bit. Always like, seem cheerful. He looks like Jared Harris, you know, the actor. I love Jared <laughs> Harris. Um, he's like, uh, "Hello, please sit down. Uh, m- my name is Alexei Dragonov. Uh, I am uh, the administrator here. I, I am sorry to hear of your troubles up in the up in the black, but." Uh, Hopefully, uh, you will get your ship fixed soon, yes? But welcome to, C- to Cassius Prime. There should be a... I just need uh, to fill in a, a few forms, make sure everything is okay in ship shape. Uh, I'm sorry if that is uh, too soon for you. 
and uh, then we will uh, I will ex I will show you the the living and social complex yes um, do you have your ID cards this will make things a lot easier and of course you all have your give us ink so he goes through checks all of those and of course your files come up um, at this point the captain also talks about the fact that on the on the ship you do there there are a couple of people in cryo they're fine where they are and obviously everything's we haven't forgotten about the people that are still on the ship by the way yeah there's, they're still um, there everything's fish on there as well yeah there's a <laughs> uh, or is there um yeah so she's just filling in a, a bit of the details and they just going through oh everything seems uh okay um but when it gets to the the three survivors they have no id cards uh, I'm sorry. Um, we we don't have anything. Um, oh, I see. You are the um, you are the people that this ship picked up. Um, well, if you fill in some forms, we will put you into the system, and uh, it should be fine. We have enough uh, habitats for you all, so it should be fine. Um, and they all go. They put you into the system. <laughs> well, yes, everyone is in the system. Yeah, everyone's in the system. And he stops and just looks looks at the screen a second and then back at you, Wendy. I see you have cut your hair. Yeah. And I don't get to keep my laser cut. It looks it looks nice. Um and he's looking at the screen and he looks the rest of you notice he looks a little perplexed as he's and everyone they fill out their details and Alexi hands them a sort of a card. It says, um, of course, uh, while you're here, you can use your credit card. I'm afraid most of the the alcohol and stuff, there will be a charge for it as you are not explore employees, um, I'm afraid. But the stay is... Uh, you are not being charged for that. Your company is is uh, covering the bill for that. Um, but it seems that uh, anything else on alcohol, especially, we uh, we do not allow alcohol anywhere else apart from in the living and social area. Due to the work that is done here, I hope you understand. Um, you docker look. <laughs> <laughs> Pretends not to notice yeah. it. <laughs> okay, so um, I believe everything is uh, in order. So if you uh, follow me, we will... Uh, well, this is not a hotel, but I will show you the way you will be staying. And uh, he leads you through. He's still quite cheerful, even though the, the moment we, with Wendy threw him off a little bit. And, uh, and he leads you down to a monorail station. Sort of open station where you can see there's a few people waiting. <laughs> yes. Monorail. Go on, say it. Get it out of your systems. <laughs> I hear those things are awfully loud. <laughs> um, um, and you, <laughs> as you can see, this is a this is a line where there's most mostly the people that you see are mo miners in sort of bulky dusty overalls and sort of they have like dirt covered faces they look like they just finished shifts and they look tired and uh of course the rest of you 
you're you're fairly washed and clean, and you know you look pretty. Yes, we do. Yeah, for the first time <laughs> in many take. sessions, you're put together, <laughs> um, and eventually, like shoo, the the sort of train arrives and uh, Dragonoff sort of leads you on. And uh, th- these are like a it's like a large tube or sort of subway type train, um, built for one purpose. You can tell, like, to just to shepherd people to and from their shifts and their work because it's this station is there's a hub in the ad, the administration that leads to the social complex it, there's also you see it also goes in the other direction towards like the mining complex and, and further in but this is heading to the to the social area um it's a it, and there's a couple of uh, minutes of some awkward looks um there's a there's a couple of, like the miners who just sort of give you a you know funny look now and then before the train reaches its destination and the doors open and the workers immediately begin f- sort of filing out sort of not much conversation happening and they're just moving they're just moving onwards and uh alexi sort of waits to let everyone pass and you, you can smell this there's almost in a it's like a du- acidic sort of dusty sort of smell there's almost like a, a slight burning scent the way this this dust smells um, and it fills the carriage for a moment as these people are filing out before everyone leaves. And you see, like even like Alexis sort of holds his breath for a moment. And when they're all going, he's like, oh, no, "Please follow me." And uh, he leads you from there, or from this simple station. From this simple station. None of this, as I describe this, none of this is super high tech Star Trek. This is this is still a mining complex. This is still metal and grates and you know it's it's still decently made but it's not super flashy this is a working colony um and you can immediately uh start to smell the air difference just the difference in the quality of air as you get to this escalator and move upwards and as you get to the top um you get to you enter the enormous hub of the social a living complex and it takes you a moment to take it all in and that's where we're going to have our break (laughs) we haven't even got to the hotel rooms and Zam's being a problem (laughs) if I'm in room room 237 I'm going to be very (laughs) makes a note Zam's being a problem the episode time yeah 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 (laughs) Zam's gonna zam. Um, zam on holiday. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey everybody, Vince here, game warden and general mischief maker when it comes to the Safe Space show. Just wanted to say, we hope you're enjoying the show so far, and if you want to find out more about the other podcasts and general news that we have on the, this network, then why don't you follow us on social media? On Twitter, we're at LawbreakerPod, and you can follow us on Instagram at LawbreakerRadio. Just to be clear, that's L-O-R-E, Breaker Radio. But follow us there. We'll be sure to follow back and interact with the community and let you know a bit more about what's upcoming on the Lawbreaker Radio network. But uh, I think without further ado, enough of me. Let's get back to the show. 
and welcome back. So, the crew of the O'Brien have reached the living and social hub of the Cassius Prime mining colony. And it's, it is what it says on the tin, it's a working colony. And uh, there's a large dome that you've just uh, entered into. And as you watch people sort of moving around, doing their day-to-day... Um, you see the people, like, for instance, you can see in the distance, disappearing in the distance, a lot of the people in their miners' overalls are just, they're making a beeline across the sort of court, heading towards these, um, you presume, their their habitats, their their sort of rooms, their, their places that they stay. But taking all this in, there's quite a few things to take in, but it, it suddenly hits you. It's been almost 20 months since you started this journey. I mean, on and off, you've slept in cryo. But the long stints of nothing but space and only the company of the people around you, your fellow crew, that's all you've known for this particular time. And now this is, in its simplest form, this is a sign of civilization in the strangest place in the, on the edge, of the edge of the sector. And it just sort of, strikes you for a moment that oh my god you know I'm around people again um, the structure itself is a large dome and in the centre one of the first things you notice immediately is something surprising to you all something that you heard um, the figure Bex talk about it's a smaller dome it's a dome within a dome um, but within that you see it houses multi a pla- multi-platformed area where you can see gardens and like growing fresh fruits and vegetables as you as you walk by, you see a few workers sort of tending to like, you know, they're, they're wearing sort of like white. I mean, it's almost almost looks clinical in some ways. Their their gardening gear, like white galoshes and kind of things like that, and they're tending to some of the crops. It's almost like a, a super space allotment. That they're, but it's on several different sort of platforms, and. Uh, and you can just see them working there. And as you as you move sort of around the outside of the biodome, there's several areas where you see sort of signs for bars, leisure activities. There's a pharmacy and medical sort of area. There's a small security station. Um, and then you also see a monument of some kind as you as you walk across. And as you walk past like the the bars and like there's a couple of like small restaurants. There's like a canteen. There's a large <clears throat> there's a large canteen like area serving up all kinds of food um actual food rather than space food you notice some of it Uh, i say space food but you imagine the sort of uh, supplies that these guys have been on for a long time um and as you and you can see like some of the bars only a quick glimpse they've you know you this place has been here for a few years but there's a certain dive bar quality to some of them you know, they are dark and dimly lit. You can't hear the music from where you are, but there's certainly people there. And she signs sort of flashing twenty four seven. But as you, you also, as I say, you, as you're walking around, you see like a monument. It seems to be a monument. It sort of sticks out from everything else because everything else seems to be something to do with like the ongoing day to day living of this complex. It's a, a large block of steel, about two foot wide and four foot tall. Um, from the top of it is displaying sort of a holographic 3D image that is just sort of showing upwards. It's a still image um, 
that seems to it's got that old school holograph quality that as you sort of pass through it has like the 3D effect to them seems to be a group of workers in sort of heavy duty overalls looking like they're sort of smiling and posing for some unseen sort of camera and there's some writing on it that you can't quite see and you you see like um, there seems to be some notes and some trinkets and messages on it the only thing you can really make out at this distance is it says the crew of tunnel B6 never forgotten Um, but Dragonoff doesn't even make a point of it as as he's leading you onwards towards there's four entrances um, towards the um, the actual sort of the the living complex itself, and uh, you see that they're marked A block, D block, C block, and D block. And uh, as he's walking, he goes, uh, "So you are in uh, D block. Um, this place is not uh, it is not really hotel, but uh, the living quarters are comfortable, and you will have." Uh, I mean, I do not know how much room you have on your ship, but certainly it is a—it uh, is spacious enough. Although there is no, there's not much in the way of a view. And he sort of chuckles to himself as he passes onwards, and you walk into the the living complex, and certainly this is just several different platforms, lots of different rooms. There's there's sort of it's a structure. Just this is almost like a hotel in in some kind of way. It's just like big almost like shipping containers that are made into rooms there's lots of corridors leading in in different directions and he certainly leads you all one by one to your rooms um and he gives you he gives you each a little card and so it says here's your here's the room here's your room key uh this is uh specifically just for you so do not give it to anyone else um you will find uh it is seem like i said it's simple in there there is a running water, etc., and a shower facility and stuff. But we do not have, uh, we do not serve breakfast <laughs> to your room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> and what kind of joint is this? Well, this is a mining colony, my friend. It is a uh, no valet, no breakfast. <laughs> this is your room here. I'm afraid it is the smallest of the ones that we have been able to uh, put aside, but uh, you yeah, look to yeah. be smaller, man. And yeah. uh, and all of the oh, rooms yeah. are <laughs> all of the rooms are very. If you imagine, Doc, it, you said you wouldn't talk about that. <laughs> if you imagine a very basic hotel, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just very simple. You got like you sink. You got there's. A, I mean, let me just point out: Zan doesn't care that it's a small room. So if you think you're punishing him, you know. <laughs> I'm not. I don't punish my players. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? Um, Is but... there carpet? Roll for carpet. Roll for carpet. There's carpet. Does <laughs> hey. Sam have carpet, or does he just have like metal floor? Sam doesn't have carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy uh, is keeping her boots on. Ah, is it? These are the nicer boots that she got. 
whatever boots we're yeah. wearing these days i don't know okay um but that whole kind of scrunching your toes in the yeah. carpet thing that that no that was bad vibes last time so nope none of that oh yeah I all business that. yeah so you can all set up um alexi sort of goes oh well welcome to cassius prime um there should be everything that you'll need within this uh living quarters and uh, this social complex if you need anything, please do um, just let us know. We will do what we can. But like I say, this is not a hotel. Um, this is a functioning facility. So if we can, if we if we are busy doing something, I uh, I apologize. But uh, but uh, yes, I hope you um, enjoy your stay. He seems like <laughs> confused by that. Okay, goodbye. I was just gonna say thanks, and then just shut his door. <laughs> And it doesn't seem to phase Alexi. He's like, oh, yes, uh, yes. Enjoy your uh, first night's stay or while you are here. Thank you, Alexi. Um, yes, Alexi, honey, can I just have a word with you a moment? And the captain just wants to talk to the administration just to clear up a few things. And the players are now on Cassius Prime. The question is, the question is, you're going to be here for a little while. So, what is the player's intent to do? And Wendy looks at Blaze and the Doc and just goes, "Drink." Let me deposit the Admiral and uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if that was ever, put the dog. cat in the room. Put the cat in the room. <laughs> to deposit the Admiral. What a brilliant! Um, okay, so yes, you can. Um, and what's Zam doing? Uh, Zam's already in his room, so he's just like dumping his stuff. He wasn't invited. <laughs> no, he, wasn't, he wasn't invited. Oh God! So yeah, Zam's like going to uh, make his way to okay a different bar, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> a different bar. Oh, Zam. You don't have to go to a different bar. I wasn't invited. <laughs> I mean... Well, you, you weren't present when the invitation was issued. No, 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 no. He, he wasn't invited. <laughs> I've already written a note that says Zam has a small room because people hate him. <laughs> you can pretty much start any sentence or end any sentence with that. With, because people hate him. Because people I mean... hate him. You do it to yourself, and that's what really hurts. <laughs> it's so sad. And yet, I really believe in him. <laughs> so, um, the first night, rather than get a good night's rest, like, and the, certainly the, the people that you found from the Icarus, who, like, they haven't been anywhere like this. Um, and certainly, like, you, you notice... Um, can, can we bring... Can, I, can we invite them? Particularly Roy... <laughs> To sort of say, look, you know, come and see. This this is how real people live. Uh, uh, am I not a real person? <laughs> I'm not entirely no. sure. What do you mean? I'm not a figment of your imagination, Doctor. More, more like a caricature. How dare you? I'll drink <laughs> you under the table, good sir. I will take you up on that invite. <laughs> Works for me. Do you think they have Chardonnay here? No. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, now, Sarah might take a little more convincing. Um, Quill, he's going to take a bit of convincing as well, because as he walked through, you did notice he kind of put his hood up and he just kept his head down a little bit until he got to his room. Um, but you can take both of them. You can take them if you want. I will, I will not let you hold back. I think the, I'm not going to pressure them if they yeah, don't want to come. The doc will try and convince them that, especially Sarah, but both of them to a degree that it's you know they they need to unwind. They they need to relax, okay. and okay. this might be the way to start doing that. Okay. So, um, they everyone well. They freshen up somewhat. They drop their things off. Um, and everyone sort of meets up at the edge of D, D block and heads in to see the bars. <laughs> Unbelievable. Put a, put a party near a tavern and what happens? <laughs> um, um, and the others are with you. They, they, they all decide like, okay, they're going to come with you it'd be good just on the first night just to have a drink before going heading back and just to de-stress a little bit um it's up to you Zam. so the the group head off first yeah yeah Zam hasn't left the room yet. he hasn't left the room yet we'll pick up pick up that later as you as you head head in and you notice like more workers are sort of moving backwards and forwards and you immediately sort of figure out that this this is a mining colony that's 24-7 just on the go like sh- lots of shift work you see people like in dirty overalls moving into their work habitats and people in cleaner overalls moving it moving outwards and some of them in fairly sort of casual clothes like moving into like sort of canteens and restaurants and and bars of which that there's a there's a couple that that catch your eye uh, there's a dive bar called McCready's. Um, you, you notice there's a, a slightly nicer um, looking bar called the Fortuna Lounge. And uh, there's another one called Last Call. Last Call and McCready's are split up by the Fortuna Lounge in the middle. And they're not next to each other, but there's a decent amount. And you, you see there's some tables outside, but... There's definitely a. As you get closer, there is a bit more of a. You can hear glasses clinking and a bit more atmosphere. Um, Which one looks the cheapest? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is the dirtiest? Um, yeah. Macready's. Which is the diviest? Yeah, yeah. Macready's McCready, yeah. definitely looks. The, it looks like the dive bar. It, it looks like um, a bar that some of you may be no stranger to in the past. Um, but I mean, Doc, it, well, you might it, this might be a bit stranger to you guys, um, him and Sarah. But you see a lot of like heavy duty people just sat around just drinking. You see screens playing old sort of like sports games. You imagine <laughs> um, there's some vintage sports games. There's also like you know the electro electro ball on there, which is like a sort of a an American football of the future kind of thing with like bells and whistles. Speedball too. Of 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 which of which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of yeah. There's there's a rollerball, speedball type type game. Of which, um, 
there's um, Quill sort of looks at the screen and then sort of turns away and he puts his sort of back to it um, as he does so I love that when your camera goes off Gav you do the evil dead to ignite it again yes. <laughs> that is beautiful sorry um, but yeah and you can all um, get in there and you hear the clink of uh, glasses and it depends what do you want you can all grab a table <laughs> yep are you, are, you, are you sitting in or out? There's, there's a couple of there's tables outside. There's only it? in. <laughs> it's all yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 it's a kind of spit and sawdust joint, but take it away, Doc. I, yeah. I buy a bottle of whiskey oh. and ask for six glasses. Okay. Um, bottle of whiskey will be forty credits. Mm-hmm. It's not cheap, but um, and they do like when you go to the bar. The the bartender there, who just seems like a, a sort of older gent, who's sort of missing a couple of teeth, and he's he's got like sort of sort of f- a fading hairline, that, but it's still quite long at the back. They're gonna. Uh, I don't think I've seen you here before. No, you wouldn't have. We we arrived today. Oh, really? Are you uh, are you new uh, new shift workers or? Uh, no, we're just staying for a few weeks while our oh. ship is repaired. Oh, uh, and he looks at the card. Oh, I see. Oh, oh, okay, okay, cool. And he, he sort of scans it and starts for so. And he, he lines up the glasses of this. What kind of is it? Whiskey? Do you have to dock? Yeah, yeah. Dock comes back to the table. It's sort of like a, a corner. A booth kind of thing that everyone can sort of sit around. It's big enough, big enough for everyone. And I also, alongside the whiskey, can I ask our bar dude for um, just whatever the local thing is, <laughs> whatever the workers' drink is. So you want a beer? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But none of your tourist beer, you know, <laughs> proper tourist beer. The shit you give to the locals. All we have is locals, lady. And he just pours this. And it's a real sort of like frothy beer that is like... Boom, and when he puts it in front of you, it sort of spills slightly. And uh, each each beer will be five credits. Just make that... Yeah. It's not a real flashy joint. There are liquors. Uh, liquors will be five... It'll be five credits a shot or 40 for a bottle. Beers are five credits. Unless you want a jug, which should be 20. Um, but yes, while this is happening and the drinks are laid out, uh, Blaze, what were you drinking, by the way? I'm waiting for Doc to pour one out for me. Uh, yeah, I pour, pour <laughs> everyone a the whiskey. <sighs> Cheers, Doc. I don't really. Um, okay, I'm not really a whiskey. Okay, it's like Chardonnay, just you know, tougher. Well, oh. try not to breathe in after. <gasps> and you just hear. <gasps> Bloody hell! There we go. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while the drinking has started, meanwhile, back in his room, Zambrazel. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? Well, he's, he's put on some really. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. He's got his Magnum PI Hawaiian shirt on. Oh, no, Zam's on the pull. <laughs> No, 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 no. In his room. 
And then he's going to make his way to, um, I think you'll go to last call. Okay. Um, Does he knock on anybody's mustache. door? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine his room is like small and, and all that. He probably heard you all filing past. Yeah, unless they, I mean, you may not have heard the, I mean, the door's pretty thick. You would have heard the hubbub of... Yeah, you wouldn't have heard, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have heard the dialogue, but there's certainly, you you would have moving past. Go on, let's go before Zan wakes up. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you head in, Zan, with your Hawaiian shirt, which gets a couple of looks. What kind of, go on, paint a picture, Zan. yeah, I'm thinking like, you know, proper Magnum PI. It's, it's quite like garish and it's probably like, I don't know. Imagine, I imagine it's kind of like a like a neon pink and blue and green and red. And it's just like really quite garish. Pineapples and tropical. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Any flamingos on there? Yeah. Flamingos and pineapples okay. all over it. Okay. Did you say you put um, on a cologne as really, well? Really cheap, like, cologne, yeah. Oh, right. Oof. <laughs> old Spice. Yeah. Old, old Space. Wee. Old Space. <laughs> That's it, everyone. Night. Um, don't, get, don't get better than that. Oh, nice. <laughs> but in the June. And that's where we end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and as... Um, everyone roll me a... Um, yeah, everyone roll me a D100. This is this is just a luck roll. This is just a luck roll. Everyone roll me a D100. See if we can smell Zam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People come running out of the other bar. Just got... <laughs> yeah. Any, I rolled a 10. Okay. 89. Oh, sorry. You were supposed to roll the other ones. Yeah, sorry. So 67. That's, uh, 17, sorry. Roll 67 as well. Yeah. Twinsies. Burry. 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 What goes on tour stays on tour. Uh, <laughs> Link two fix. Um, you can't handle the crunch. Zam, Zam, you got under. You know it. nothing of the crunch. You, you, <laughs> you were the only one that got under fifty. Yes, Zam. Yeah, I got a seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Um, the rest of the party, you see Zam walk past. It was a fifty percent chance. Um, so as you're drinking, you notice Zam. Um, I mean, out of it, he sticks out. Not that, not the, you can't smell the cologne from here, but the shirt itself is a neon wasteland in mm-hmm. a, a in a sea of just just a lot of beige and browns and everything. And then you see something neon sort of walk past, and you notice Zam um, there. Oh. Fucking hell! As he walks, as he walks past, but he walk, he continues walking past the bar, and you head into the last, last call last then. Call. Yeah, which is um, it's sort of a, it's a little nicer. It's not a complete step up, um, but there seems to be less of an atmosphere in here. It's less spit and sawdust, um. There's some old, you know, some retro country music playing over the jukebox. And this is the electro country 
that, that you've heard on some of your you know on some of the sort of bars you've frequented in the past yeah so this is definitely more more like a sort of texas kind of bar um uh, yeah and there's people milling around it's so. bob's country bunker isn't it mm. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's more um and th- this is a place where they have it's the zamgo's line dancing yeah, episode yeah, it's yeah, like oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah yeah. There's like there's like content a, we didn't know we needed. But this this is also a place that has like a dartboard and yeah. like it's it's got a, it's got a pool table. Of which um McCready's had a pool table as well, but um this one has a also has one. Has a couple. Um but Zam you you're in that and you get a few as soon as you walk in, you certainly there's a few looks. He's oblivious to it. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't care, oblivious to it the lot. Okay. Head straight for the bar. And he's just going to have an ale. And he's going to hand over the captain's credit card that he got from the Icarus. Oh, that's the long game. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Jim. And it's like a sort of a black... (laughs) I can't remember. Did I describe it before? It's sort of like a sleek. Black yeah, it was a black card. black credit card, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. And they were like, "Yeah." Oh well, I haven't seen one of these before, but as long as it's good, yeah, well, it'd be. And, uh, uh, I'll have uh, I'll have uh, just a beer and uh, whatever you want. Well, thank you kindly. Let me pause that shot. Knocks it back. Cheers. And uh, you notice as, as soon as the well, Zam doesn't notice anything, so I can't even tell the other players. As he's, are, are you taking the black card with you? Or are you putting it behind the bar? Yeah. No, no, I'll take take it back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You leave Zam behind. You go and spend your own money. <laughs> 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 back in McCready's as like Zam you find a nice little table to yourself there's a few screens just play once again sort of playing like some old TV from God knows when just something that some, a, a taste of civilization, somewhat but you have a you have a moment to yourself Zam away from everyone else but still am- around people how does how does Zam feel about that? Um, he's just gonna just he's basically drowning in his beer. He's just gonna be drinking his beer, not really acknowledging people around him. Okay. The first one for everyone. There's a there's a faint sadness <laughs> underlying it, you know. And the first beer is like the nectar of the gods. It's it's just. Even though it's not the nicest stuff in the world, it's it disappears super quickly. Um, the whiskey, Doc, you know this is, I mean this is lighter fuel, but mm. it gets the job done. It's not as nice yeah, as the stuff, do. yeah, not nice as the stuff you got on the ship. But back in Macready's, the atmosphere is everyone sort of sat around and small talk is happening. What is what are the players doing? I'm fascinated to see this play out now. 
Um, Wendy leans over towards Roy and is like, okay then, tell us, how'd you get so rich? Well, I was a, I was a CEO of a artificial intelligence company, um, working on the synthetics and the like. I mean, older models now, but uh, we were eventually bought out by amalgamated interests, and uh, I made a, I made a, a decent profit from it. And I've been living off it ever since, you know. But um, in some ways, I do miss working with the androids and such, but. Things have moved on so much these days. It's I find it's more enjoyable to. Well, I used to find it enjoyable and luxury, but look where that got us. Could you pour me another shot, please, Doctor? Of course. And what of you, uh, fair maiden? <laughs> where? What's your story? <laughs> No, me? Uh, yes, you, dear. Oh, no. I'm not rich. No, but what's your what's your story? I... I witnessed, um... I witnessed uh, some of the... Well, what you did, uh... Saving your friend's life and all that. It was uh, very impressive. I spent some time... In the military. <laughs> Who are? Who are? Who are? Who are? Who are? Yeah. And um, had a change of career into maintenance. And here we are. So this is your retirement in a way, yes? This is my... Escape. Well, I mean, I I must say, um, Wendy isn't it? So I must say, Wendy, it's a, it's a, it's a strange escape, but I admire anyone who's willing to get their hands dirty. You don't do. Oh no, I don't do any well, of that business. Ever since I sold my company, I haven't. Dirty work's not for me. <laughs> But you started out making the androids, or...? It was less making them, it was more working on some of their operational systems, uh, you know, the AI and such. Oh. Um, some of them were a little bit glitchy back in the day. Um, I was very intrigued. Your, your, your captain seemed to be uh, quite interested in it. She's, I thought I heard her talking about she had parts of an android on the ship that she's brought with her. Is that the case? Yeah, we, we, one of our um, crew, we had an incident with stretching him a little thin. And we have the top half, but not the bottom half. Oh, my. I hope hope that's the way we got it. (laughs) So, yeah, we're just trying to, you know, stitch. Dick needs new legs. Dick needs new legs. Doc, as they're talking the about D1000. this. The D1000. Ah, oh, well, I, I remember. Yeah, that model. I, I remember those models. Very, uh, very good models. I thought they died the way of... Uh, I thought they died away a long time ago. It's um, fascinating. This one, this one's special. 
Well, it's a shame I uh, I didn't get to meet him when he was uh, up and walking around, as it were. But uh, never know. Yeah. And as they're talking about this, Doc, you notice like Sarah's like looking at them like like she's still she's permanently sort of like every every time a bit of information comes out, she seems surprised like what what the hell am I doing here kind of thing. <sighs> so, uh, Doctor. Uh, how are you feeling after everything? Are you are you okay? Question, but all things considered, yeah. So you think um, uh, what what's what seems to be the plan? Do you think when they um? When they fix your ship, we're going to um, head back with you, or...? I don't know. It might be that they arrange transport for you back to Earth. I see. Okay, well... well the sooner we get home, the better, I suppose. I'll leave this awful... Well, not this place. This place is actually... There's something um, oddly reassuring about it, but... It's weird, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, reminds me a little of uh, I don't know some of the olden bars we used to visit at college. <laughs> anyway, um, I think I need another drink. I just pour her another whiskey. Uh, I'll get more beers. <laughs> more beers. How many beers are you getting, Wendy? How many's the right number? <laughs> wow, well, six of you, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Quill isn't drinking. But I'll buy him beer, beer anyway. Okay. So, yeah, six in total. Unless you get two Ooh. jugs. If you get two jugs, that'll do. That'll do the yeah. table. Cool. And, a, and a couple more, probably. When he comes back with a couple of... And, uh... Back at the last call... <laughs> How many beers in are you, Zam? Uh, two. He's just, he's slowly drinking them, so. Okay. And you are. Uh, you're just sitting there. You, you do notice you are getting some funny looks occasionally. From some of the. Uh, some of the people that are clearly off shift. Yeah, so you'll just head to the barman and just go, what's up with them? Well, um. My first thought would be they ain't seen anyone looking like you in some time. Where the hell do you get a shirt like that, sir? Yeah, my ex-wife got me this. I'm wearing it as a protest. <laughs> That's one hell of a protest. Yeah. Um, she said I'd never wear it. it uh, she doesn't work here, does she? Uh, she's a long way from here. And that's a good thing, is it? Oh, hell yeah. You don't want to meet her. Well, I tell you what. Here's one. Here's to those we loved and lost and good riddance. And he pours you a, yep. another drink and just... Yeah, everyone needs Cheers. Thank you. Thank you kindly. And as you, uh, you go head back to your table... Guess, no, I think he's just sat. sat, so sat, sat at the bar. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. 
Then we'll cut back. Wendy. As you're walking back, you've got the two jugs in hand. And you're walking back. Someone walks to the bar and just shoulder checks you a bit. And you spill some of the jugs like, watch where you're fucking going. And he just he's a big stocky dude. He's just sort of like grunts and heads towards the bar. You want to do this now? Really? What, what do you say to me? I said, do you want to do this now? Do what? I ain't done it any of you. And Wendy drops the jugs of ale and punches him. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Saloon fight. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, baby. Okay then. Bar brawl, baby. <laughs> um, then I will. Say, Welcome to Wendy World. You, yeah, well, you. I would say, <laughs> make a combat check because you got the first shot in, and he wasn't. I'll allow that to be surprised because he did not see that coming. With athletics? Yeah, I'll allow that. If she could blast him, would that be more damage? Let's <laughs> not get I'm not sure the jugs were made of glass, so, you know. Space <laughs> glass. Space glass, yeah. That Unbreakable. Is a 23 success. <sighs> roll me a uh, d10. Well, roll me a d5, so d10 and then half it. Uh, seven. So, three. Are you rounding down? Okay. Three. Okay. Here we go. As the rest of you, you hear the. It's like slow motion that, just dropping. And as he he turns around, looking like he's probably about to make a move when he like he's looking aggressive, but he's in slow motion. His eyes look down, and as he looks down, the fist. I mean, Wendy, how do you hit Yeah, him? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, this is the right Where are you aiming? In. Jaw. Mm-hmm. Bang! Maybe he's a little bit taller. Yeah. Teeth fly out of his mouth as he stumbles back. Um, you hear, the rest of you, hear the shadow... Zam's in a different bar. <laughs> so he's like... <laughs> <laughs> just, just eating some salted peanuts. Electro country. <laughs> yeah. Listen to electro country. Listen a... to the electro version of your cheating heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love. I can imagine it now as this is going on. It's going to cut backwards and forwards. The difference between. It's going to That's just the Zan. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. it's just going to cut back to Zam, and like all the country songs are going to be about like you know cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being we'll bear, on your own. We'll, done me wrong. We will yeah. bear that. We'll bear that in mind because Zam's going to be part of the initiative for a funny dramatic scene uh okay <laughs> you hit this bloke and he tumbles you can you know you dislodged a couple of teeth he tumbles back and he hits the bar with a heavy thud and he's like motherfucker um, do you really want to do this and he just sort of looks up i'm gonna fucking kill you junker and then you you see as the rest of you see this this happen because you, gla- you heard the glasses and you turned around and saw Wendy just clock a guy in the face. He hits the bar and there's a couple of a couple of other people 
heavy duty looking people that are stepping up and moving towards Wendy. I need everyone to make a speed check, including Zam, because this could be quite funny in some ways as well. Ooh. <laughs> okay. The dice are woken up. Uh, Zam's rolled a 14. <laughs> oh. Wendy well, has also scary. rolled a 14. No way. Twenty. Wendy. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Cheating on Blaze now. <laughs> Okay. I was going to say, you have to match with Doc now to get the hat trick. So, this is <laughs> I wouldn't. trick with Patrick. Blaze, Blaze, what did you get? 24. Ooh. So that's another success as well. So we've got three successes. Yes, because so 34 is my bed. Okay, this is going to be brilliant. Doc, what did you get? 84, fail. 84, yeah. fail. <laughs> Doc's loving that whiskey. Brilliant. We will, yeah. we will keep this initiative order as everything flows through because I think this would be um, rather than doing it every time um, um, first off as this happens and this and these guys begin to stand up back in the last call what's Zam doing at this moment in time uh, fist full of nuts just you know <laughs> that bar nuts <laughs> on them, drink, drinking his beer the music's really starting to like you know play with his mind now like you know it's just dredging up all the old memories so you know it's yeah. an electro version of achy breaky heart yeah now. yeah, yeah. Something, something comes on that maybe <laughs> reminds him of his wedding he's gonna be uptown girl isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> uptown, uptown girl, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so I, I think at that point a, a, a solitary tear will just roll down yeah, yeah. <laughs> And as the solitary tear rolls down, I'm gonna fucking kill you, you bitch! And the, these other two, as this guy's struggling to his feet, I mean, he didn't hear that. I'm no, sure. he didn't. No, no. This is purely comedy cuts. That's what we're gonna do. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as back in the bar, three other figures step up from their tables and begin rushing towards you, Wendy. Um, as the, as this other guy is also, I mean, he's got bloodied, like his mouth is a mess, and he's struggling to his feet. <laughs> what is Wendy thinking, and what is Wendy going to do? She's got three gonna... three targets mm-hmm. that are moving towards her. They're not on her right now. They're almost yeah. on her because it's, and she's got the dude right in front of her. Um. Wendy is going to stay focused on her dude and is going to go and he's, he's sort of leaning he, he's, down he, against the bar. Yeah, he, he sort of leaned back and he's, he's sort of picking himself up against the bar. So He's, he's... going to get a boot in the face. <laughs> Make a combat roll. Uh, oh, oh no. That's a 70. Oh. That's a bad miss. Um, and the boot bang as he just moves out of the way just at the last moment and your boot your boot connects loud with the bar itself like fucking psycho and yeah. uh oh yeah <laughs> um now there are two actions so I'll allow you if you want to have another go because if you're you can move you can move mm-hmm. but if you're staying where you are 
Um, I would say for the purpose of this fight, you can move and then hit, or you can hit twice and stay where you are, that kind of thing. Can I have another pop at him? If you want, you can have another pop at him, yeah. Nice kind of kung fu kick motion of... Yeah, so you miss the first one, swing around with the other one. Uh, That is a four. (laughs) He's he's halfway through. On the nose. He's halfway through calling you a psycho and he gets through it. Oh yeah! His nose explodes and his head hits the back oh, of the yeah. bar, and he drops down like unconscious. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> and Blaze, you can see as she says next. There's three guys moving towards her. Duck. Hope you brought a med kit. <laughs> Generally, bring them out, mates. Out. <laughs> and uh, okay, so Blaze, um, you will have to move to get out of your seat, and uh, but then you can make an attack if you want to hit one of these guys. So this is going to sound like a dick thing, but I think Blaze just wants to watch and <laughs> not tread on Wendy's toes because he thinks she can handle it. Yeah. So he's just like, that is that is that show. is perfectly fine. Yeah. So so does Blaze essentially go? Where's your? I hope you got your med kit, and then sits back and starts drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. These boys are in for a rough time. Okay. Then Wendy's gonna get three attacks. Come at her. That's these dudes. Oh, yeah. They all move in. And they're just going to try and hit you, Wendy. Almost like an action movie. <laughs> and, one and, time. And, and let me just establish this, sorry. You're all friends together at this bar, yeah? and, and you're just going to let Wendy take a, a beating. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think she's going to take a beating. <laughs> First guy swings in and misses. This heavy arm. So he sort of goes, and the second one comes in with another swing, and he misses. She, as she's dodging and weaving, she's like a bullcat. Hmm? And the, the, the third guy has a bottle, and he swings, and he misses. Mean. So Anybody? You see, you see, Wendy's just ducking everyone. <laughs> She's just totally like... So Anybody it, here not too polite to hit a lady? <laughs> uh, so the, mu- the music then changes to everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> um, slow down country version. <laughs> so maybe they channel that through all the bars to say, there's a fight, come and have yeah, a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bars certainly, like, the atmosphere's changed and Doc, Sarah says to you, shouldn't we do something? Yes, I think you're right. And qu- it cause another drink. And... Qu- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and and, and uh, Zetterling goes you're absolutely right give him hell Wendy <laughs> um, but Quill looks like he's about to move to do, to to do to try and interject sit down Quill you get yourself hurt <laughs> okay let's make a a contested speed check 
Blaze, as he goes to move, are you going to try and stop him? Yes. <laughs> Not forcefully, but... 22. <laughs> Is that a fail or a... That's a success. That's a crit success. That is a critical success. And do you know what? I got a 23. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) So, when you go to stop him, it's two very strong people. Like, what the hell do you think you're doing, man? He's got this handle. You're already getting in their way. Sit uh, down, enjoy the show. Doc, it's pour your turn. <laughs> yeah, pouring him a drink. <laughs> yeah. Action one, drink. Action <laughs> two, pour again. <laughs> Reload. <laughs> and as the Doc sits, sits back, we cut back to the last... <laughs> What's Zam yeah, doing? Zam's on his like, fourth beer now, I think. Uh, and he's just like... I imagine you said it's quieter in there, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit quieter. So, like the bar, the barman's just kind of like cleaning a glass, and Zam's just there, and and you know, like I'm a nice guy. I don't understand why, why, why they go. You know, we always clean. Well, you, you, uh, you know, have you told him your name at this moment in time? No. <laughs> well, you know, it's. It's just the way of things, you know. That whole circle of life kind of thing. No, they 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 all think I'm such an asshole, but it hurts inside, you know. I, I know, really but great. you know what makes Been it fair. F- they're somewhere else, just having a great time, you know. Oh, they're all together. They're probably loving life, you know. No, well, you know, it's. On my own. Hey, hey, you're not on your own. You got uh, beer. Do you want another one? Yeah, man. Let's let's have your card. Okay. Um, and we cut <laughs> Wendy as <laughs> the three guys are swinging around they are right in your face now uh, can they I are not as, they are not as big as the other dude the dude that you took out with two hits they are you immediately think I might be able to take these guys <laughs> yeah they, these won't be as hard to take out but what do you do um, I grab one of them who's near near the bar. Yeah, I'm assuming we're quite close to the bar, and just kind of spin around and kind of slam him so his forehead hits on the bar. Okay, you got this dude that's got like a sort of. I a... endeavour to do this. Yeah, yeah, he's got like a sort of almost like a looks like a fishing jacket of some kind and like a, a dirty yellow t-shirt, you know. Uh, that is a 48, which is a success using my athletics. You just see when he, uh, as the first guy sort of swings and misses with the bottle, she just turns him, twists him, bang, and he's down. He drops. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately spark out. Um, and there's two others. Um, Wendy looks at the barman and says, Two more jugs of ale. <laughs> What? And, and prepares herself <laughs> for the next thing that will happen. Okay. It's like, what? Please. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a blood smear on the top of the bar where this guy's face... <laughs> okay. 
So what would you like to do, Wendy? Are you essentially holding your second action? Slamming the guy's head down, ordering beer, <laughs> turning around. Okay. And just leaning against the bar. Okay. Just kind of looking oh like my. you really, really don't want to come oh, anywhere near me. My God, this is amazing. I'm terrified of Wendy right now. And yeah, uh... Blaze, it's your turn. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Quill's kind of like my go. He's yeah, that's your game. You're just gonna sit back yeah. and watch this, yeah. And, and with every sort of smash, you hear like oh, like the, the, you know those sort of sounds. And okay, so first guy, um, one of the other guys, picks up a chair. And he's going to swing it at Wendy. As she's there waiting for the, the drinks. <laughs> she ducks and it smashes against the, the bar itself. Like, it's a wooden chair. It just shatters. Um, and the second guy... You're your paycheck, mate. And the second guy is just going to come in and he's gonna just, just going to try and show, sort of shoulder tackle you into the bar. In order to try and sort of get some kidney punches in, I got a hundred. Ooh! So this guy so slams into the yeah, that's a crit- critical success. Um, but he slams in and just starts punching you really hard in the kidneys, like, and you will take. Um, and it would be a D five, but I'm just gonna roll a D ten. Four points, four points of damage. And you feel it, you know. I think because it's the kidney area as well. He's like, he's really these these are work. These are like rocks. These are workman's hands that are just smashing. You, into you. you hear this kind of oh, and then this. <laughs> hang on, I've got to roll a panic check for myself. Uh, <laughs> that's terrifying. All right, okay. And uh, w- with that, um, that's their turn. The rest. I mean, seeing how this is playing out, Quill's just noticed how Wendy's doing, and he he's settled down a little bit more. It's the Doc's turn. Just sits there <laughs> watching. Do you think? Uh, do you think they'll let us continue to drink here after this, Doctor? Well, if not, there's two more bars we can ruin next door. Here, here, pour another one. <laughs> and. Uh, Meanwhile, as Wendy is laughing at this guy punch, punching her, back in the last call, was it last call or last shot? What was it? Yeah, what, last, last call. call. Last call. Back in the last call, by the bar, how's Zan Brazzle doing? So, uh, another beer he's down. Got, he's got another beer. He's just looking at the bar and he's going, You ain't a robot, are you? <laughs> No, I had a lot of trouble with robots, bar people. We only got robots working in the mining facility. It's just nothing but flesh and bone up here, man. You're not going to try and kill me like the last guy. (laughs) Nope. I mean, to be honest, I think you're doing a damn good job of killing yourself right Uh, now. uh, I'm trying. Are you sure? (laughs) Oh, I think I'm going to cut you off right there, sir. I think think you've had enough. Do you want a coffee or something? 
She used to drink coffee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, back in the bar with Wendy. As this guy sort of like, he's almost like rugby tackled. You're you're pinned against the bar as he's like punching in the, into the side of you. I would like to. And and just as you're there laughing, a jug appears. <laughs> Two jugs appear. <laughs> um, kind of grab the back of his neck and just yoink my knee up into his chin, assuming he's kind of like grappling me. So. Oh, so knee him under the chin. He's put himself Jeez. in that position, so I, I would say advantage for you because he's put himself in the firing line of a knee. Anyone else terrified of Wendy right now? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrified of life, Sam, uh, at the yeah. moment. Sorry, I accidentally rolled a d20. That's wrong. So that's a 27, which is a success. Okay. You laugh and you you feel a satisfying connection of knee to nose, the nose squashing inwards, <laughs> and the bloke just drops to the floor. You've taken him out. Not ki- just to be clear, she's not killing these guys. She's just absolutely hitting the spot she needs to do. And there's one Is other. Everyone. And there's one more guy who looks a little more scared now. He's sort of like, what the fuck? Lady, um, I will turn round, pick up the jugs of beer which are on the bar, and make my way back to our table. <laughs> and just look and go. You best run along home now. Okay. So Wendy begins heading back to the table. Blaze, as you see, Wendy's sort of walking back. That's my guy. Okay. The guy charges <laughs> to rugby tackle Wendy in the back. What? Uh, six? I will say, Blaze. Give me a. Give me a. Um, this is also. This isn't stress or anything to, to get this. Um, make a speed check to make sure to see if you can let her know beforehand. If you if you if you don't succeed, he'll get advantage on this. Failure. No, 42. Failure. failure. He's running in. First one's a failure. Second one's a failure. <laughs> <laughs> As this guy... Maybe he slips on the beer that's already like, on the floor. He's like, ah! <laughs> and he, he slips and he sort of spills onto the floor and you hear, Whoa! <laughs> As the, the, there's three other guys that are completely unconscious and like the bar sort of starts to go quiet he's like fuck this who the fuck are you she's just there with two she's just got to turn around and just kind of go (laughs) I'm Wendy (laughs) sit down (laughs) fucking goddamn drunkers as he dusts himself off and he begins slowly making his way over to uh, to try and help his friends who are like <laughs> just absolutely like faces covered in blood and you just hear some bar staff sort of like 
talking about like how they're going to have to clean this this up now. As Wendy's just she's walking away from this scene like it was it was nothing, and she just sits down with two jugs. And it was you... fun. <laughs> Good work, Marine. Thanks. It's been a while. Couldn't tell. You had a dancer's grace. And, like, the barman approaches and says, uh, while they're sort of cleaning up their friendly, uh, excuse me, ma'am, um, I'm sorry to ask, but we didn't actually charge for these two. Can I get your card for this? Put it away, Wendy. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sarah just sort of uh, moves over closer to you, Wendy, and just sort of says, "You gotta teach me. You gotta teach me something like that. That was amazing." It will be my pleasure. And you see, there's a lot. There's a lot of like people in this bar that are sort of. Some of them look are kind of looking approvingly. Some of them are scowling, not happy about it, as the whole thing is. Because the barman's like, there's nothing to see here. Get Stockton out of here. He's a goddamn menace. You finally got what you deserve, Stockton. Now get out of my fucking bar. He's like, oh, he's a fucking junker. As they, uh... Roy? As they turn <laughs> Yes, my dear. <laughs> I know he sounded like me for a moment there, but that was purely coincidental. Um, it's your long lost brother. Yeah. I must, I must say, it's never a dull moment uh, when we're with you. Back in uh, the last call, Jams uh, nursing his fifth beer. He's still, but he's like halfway through his fifth beer, and he's just kind of like. Gently sobbing and sniffing. Oh, Sam, why is it so sad? He's, he's not even talking to, to the barman now. He's just going to like... <laughs> you can hear the soft drip as the tears drip into the beer. Oh, my God. Sam <laughs> is sat there on his own. And we've temporarily lost Gavin's camera again, but that's all right. Yeah, he's still, I'm still here. He's, he's still here. <laughs> uh, What's the news? For our audio listeners, it will mean nothing to you because, Gav, you're still here, aren't you? I'm still here. See? <laughs> As, uh, back in, uh, in McCready's, after, after this flash of violence, the, um, the mood seems to have lifted somewhat maybe it's the alcohol maybe it's watch, watching Wendy absolutely paste a couple of people who probably deserved it <laughs> but Doc as you're sitting there just drinking and the, the conversation is, is milling around and it's there's a good atmosphere Blaze is, is seemingly quite He's got a bit of energy to him after watching Wendy in her element. Thoroughly impressed. Yeah. And he's become livelier and they're talking. Um, even gotten Quill to talk a little bit. And there's a moment where you just see something out of the corner of your eye. Just a... 
There's a there's a, like a, a shape. It's near the entrance of the bar. Don't turn and look. When you turn and look, you look over, and in the in the entrance of the bar, you see a small child stood there in a hospital gown just staring at you and then just go before running off I'm going to get up and go after it not say anything just get yeah. up and go you see the dock step up from the bar and he begins moving outwards. Doc, could you make me a sanity save, please? Okay. Sixty-one failure. And because I'm a scientist, whenever I fail a sanity save, all nearby friendly players gain one stress. Sorry. Not Zam. He's too busy oh. he's crying into his no. beer. He said, <laughs> he said friendly. <laughs> And you fail, and um, you you see the dock. The rest of you just see the dock. He immediately steps up, and he begins rushing towards the entrance of the bar, like he's duck seen something. Doesn't... He's got duck so spooked. Maybe he's gone for med kit for those guys. <laughs> you know that oath thing that doctors are supposed to take. You know. Yeah, hypocrites. Yeah. As we see that... Well, you did do a number on them. <laughs> Damn what you did. And the dock, you rush to that entrance of this bar. And you see that there's people coming in. But there's nothing there. And when you, when you get there, and you look around... For a moment, and you look, at, and there's there's crowds milling around. There's there's people moving in and out of bars. There's a few more people moving into the the bars near you, but no sign of a of a child anywhere. And then you then you hear the sound behind you. Someone crying. From within the bar. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow the sound. You turn, and immediately you're face to face with the same figure that you saw on the O'Brien. Nose to nose. And as the tears are streaming down their face, they just scream, I'll fucking kill you! And raise their hands towards your throat. Make me a body shave, please. Seventy-seven critical failure. Roll me a panic check. Fuck. Hang on, I got to add my stress first, I assume. Yeah. 
So, what stress have you got? Just to reiterate for our lovely people at home. Uh, this now, with the, the failure just now and then that failure, that puts me on 11 stress. 11. So, right now, this is the only D20 roll that all my players need to roll in this game. And right now, PJ, a.k.a. Doc Forrest, has to roll above that with a D20. You got a, a one. 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 Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Could you roll me do 2D10? Uh, 15. 15. For the next 15 minutes, you are laser focused. You have advantage on all rolls for the next 15 minutes. As you see Doc turn around and he closes it, he looks shocked for a moment and then closes his eyes. And when do you see it as you, as you just sort of you look at Did up, we you, hear the voice? No. You saw him look out, turn round, look back into the bar. He he startled for a moment, closes his eyes, and when he opens them, there's a steely determination to his eyes that you haven't seen before. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode. Welcome to Cassius Prime, people. <laughs> I was going to say if you're going to if you were going to cut back to Zam. Yeah, let's have a let's have a little cut back to Zam. Post credits. Um, yeah. Little epilogue. Drama. He's nearly finished his fifth beer now, and he's singing um, loudly, "Sweet Caroline." <laughs> <laughs> God, do you know what? I, I can't even make that sinister in any way. That's that's the way we're going to fade out after the credits. There's that moment of Zam just sitting there and just people like looking at him like Sweet Caroline just like this lament going through all the pipes and the vents of this colony and like Sweet Caroline As these miners are walking past past with bloodied faces (laughs) (laughs) and he's completely oblivious to it and that is where we will fade out listening to Safe Space, a tabletop role-playing podcast featuring the Mothership game system by Tuesday Night Games. Playing the game were Jim Bamfield as Zam Brazel, Lizzie Boyle as Wendy, Gavin Mitchell as Dick Sloan, PJ Montgomery as Dr. Bill Forrest, and Vince Hunt as the game warden. Podcast produced and edited by Vince Hunt. In-game music composed by Tabletop Audio. Visit tabletopaudio.com to discover a world of ambient music you can use in your home games. The Safe Space theme was composed by Elliot Red. Find more of Elliot's work on YouTube. To find out more about the Mothership RPG system, visit mothershiprpg.com. Follow the show on social media at SafeSpaceRPG. And for more podcasts, visit lawbreaker.podbean.com This has been a Lawbreaker Radio Production.